Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Episode 366 of the Post Game On Talk Show is in session. Taylor Phillips, follow me on Twitter, DT2Phillips, Louis Tenor, our national sports reporter. Follow, or like, or like and share our Michigan, like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page and join its Facebook group and its link group as well. Pistons clobbered the Indiana Pacers 114-97. They they pulled away in the end. Got to a sluggish start, but man. They They sure came back. Andre Drummond, 14 points, 21 rebounds, but 0 for 7 from the free throw line. His new posture, I, I get it, he has a new posture, but still he was terrible tonight from the free throw line. He couldn't even hit the broad side of a bar. At least he was 7 for 9 from the floor. And a plus 28. Wow. That, that's rare. That's, that's the highest piston plus minus tonight. The highest player. In the game, that that the uh, the highest plus minus for for any player of either team tonight at Little Caesars Arena, a plus twenty eight for Andre Drummond, <laughs> which is a different thing than his free throw shooting. Andre is still shooting 75% from the free throw line. Despite tonight. Tobias Harris, 23 points. 5 of 9 from 3. 8 of 19 from the floor. Bolan Marjanovic finally played his second game of the season, finished with nine points, eight minutes, eight plus minutes, three of four shooting from the floor, three of three from the free throw line, four rebounds, one assist, one block, two turnovers and three personal fouls, but but hey, that's that's normal though. Bobon Marjanovic played a little bit of defense too. Not like he played no defense whatsoever. He played a little bit of defense. He got a block. He almost, hell, he almost came up with a steal. My God. 
Dan Van Gundy sent Boban out to the floor three times. I know it's a small sample size, but still, it, but still, it, it, it's detrimental. Boban Marjanovic almost reached double digits, one point away from that, just in just eight minutes. And it's a good thing John Lohr was a definite healthy scratch for tonight's game. Because hmm. John Lohr sucks still. Boban played, had played, Boban, even in two games played, has played, has played way better than John Lohr career-wise per game. If you're talking about backup setters, there's your comparison. Eric Mullen, five minutes, two points, one for two. Two rebounds, one assist. He got one block as well. Eric Mullen, a minus seven. Boban Marjanovic, a minus four. Came up with a plus one in the first half. Second half, I think he kind of tailed off a little bit. I still love him, but I just, I just want, a, I just want a stronger finish from from Bobot. That's all. The Pacers gave out in the end. The Pistons pulled away. Pistons improved to eight and three. Yikes. They're home against the Atlanta Hawks Friday night. The Hawks are two at nine. Ugh, Pistons have got to beat them. Another bad year for the Hawks. Yeah, definitely. Pistons are off to a very hot start. They, like I mentioned before on Spreaker, SoundCloud, and IR Radio, the Pistons had moved to number nine in ESPN's NBA power rankings. Can you believe that? I covered that this afternoon. Oh, yeah. You're going to cover it here tonight, too. (laughs) I know. Man, got to check out the standings right now. See where the hell they're at here real quick. Second place in the Eastern Conference. Just a game and a half behind the first place Boston Celtics, who are ten and two. Yeah. Oh man, that's a hell of a start. It's early, but it's a hell of a start. That's pretty damn impressive. Yes. Now let's get to the closer college football game here in the state of Michigan. The Central Michigan Chippewas just pulling away in the end on an Amari Coleman 33-yard pick six, beating the Eastern Michigan Eagles 42-30. to Eastern Michigan's broken rollback, throwing five interceptions. Oh, my God. That's, a, that's the dud stat of the night. 
another dud stat of the night, besides Andre Drummond's 0-7 free throw shooting. Brogan Roback, five interceptions. Despite throwing 204 passing yards, 23 of 39, two touchdowns. Shane Morris popped up a, a fumble recovered by by Crosby, a, a fumble return for a touchdown 14 yards out, just 14 seconds in. Very shaky start, but he rebounded nicely. Chips led 14-7 after one, 28-17 at the half, 35-17 after three. Eastern came back. Brogan Roback, a very bad decision to throw short side on the far right side. On the far far right short side. Whoever he was throwing to, he was he was a little bit off and he, he threw right to CMU's Amari Coleman, who took it thirty three yards to the house. Total yards very close, thirty three thirty two to three twenty eight. Eastern, just the five turnovers on the five Brogan Roback interception throws. CMU, only one turnover on the Shane Morris lost fumble by Crosby, taking it 14 yards to the house on the very first play of the game. Chips finally get their second win at Kelly Short Stadium in Mount Pleasant. They improved to six and four, four and two in the mediocre American Conference. Eastern three and seven and one and five in the MAC, or or mediocre act. <laughs> yeah, that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Additionally, yeah. Chippewas are at the Kent State, are at the lowly Kent State Golden Flashes next Tuesday. To be determined, that's going to be a night game. Right before deer season, Eastern Michigan is at the Miami Ohio Redhawks on Deer Day on Wednesday the fifteenth. But speaking of Kent State, they got shellacked at the Western Michigan Broncos, forty-eight to twenty. The Broncos now bowl eligible, six and four, four and two in the conference. Probably Central Michigan is probably full eligible too. Golden Flashes two and eight, one and five of the conference. Western one in all categories. Time of possession, turnovers, total yards, first downs, you name it. 
they got two pick sixes, one from Robert Spillane and one from Darius Phillips, 35 and 43 yards individually. Kent State's quarterback, George Bolas, Bolas, was terrible. Zero touchdowns whatsoever, 11 to 22, just 102 yards, two pick sixes. Two interceptions, both pick sixes. Western Michigan is at Northern Illinois next Wednesday, the 15th, to be determined. So that's all the Michigan Sports Truth material I have to share for tonight. Now it's time for Louis Tenor with his National Sports Report. Louis, take it away. You got it. All right, you know, I'm going to start with the college football. We had uh, three games on the schedule here. As we just mentioned, uh, Western Michigan over Kent State, 48-20. to Ohio over yep. Toledo, 38-10. to And in the Battle of Michigan, Central Michigan Chippewas over Eastern Michigan, 42 to 30. Uh, there were two games, two games last night on the schedule. Uh, Buffalo was over Bowling Green, 38 to 28. And Miami, Ohio, over Akron, Akron, excuse me, 24 14. Not Miami being in Ohio, but Miami, Ohio. Yep, and that's yeah. the main American Conference roundup, folks. Right, but they, you know, I always. They always seem to make a joke about that, you know, like Miami's in Ohio. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's always that's always been like you know like a, a joke. All right. So now we go on to the hockey uh, on the ice here. Rangers beat the Bruins four to two. They're on a hot streak right now. Bessie uh, scores the scores the game winner and the empty net goal to make it a fifth straight win for the Rangers. Oh yeah. Uh, Lightning are jumping the Sharks right now. Four to one with four fifty to go in the second period. Lightning are good. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And the Maple Leafs doubled up on the wild. Four to two. And Anderson made thirty five saves in the game. Wow. Thirty five saves. All right, so we've taken care of the scores. Wednesday is usually a light night in hockey, probably due to the fact of the national telecasts. So, we're going to go to the standings here, and they go like this. Starting in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division, Tampa Bay has 24 points at 11, 2, and 2. Toronto is 10, 7, and 0 at 20 points. Senators are 6, 3, and 5 at 17 points. It's kind of weird. Red Wings, 8, 7, and 1, 17 points. Vast improvement from last season. Bruins, Six, five, and three, 15 points after losing to my Rangers. Thank you. Uh-uh. The Habs, or as you all call the Canadiens, seven, eight, and one, 15 points. Sabres, five, eight, and two, 12 points. And the Panthers, four, eight, and two at 10 points. Ah, uh, well. Uh, things are shaping, are uh, really uh, taking strong here in the Metropolitan Division. And oh, look at this. Pittsburgh is now back in front at 9, 6, and 2 at 20 points. Devils slipped the second at 19 points at 9, 4, and 1. Thanks for last night's loss. Blue Jackets, 9, 6, and 1 at 19 points. The Islanders, 
eight, five and two, eighteen points. But look who's moving up the rankings now, folks. The Rangers now eight, seven, two at eighteen points. They've been in last place through the early part of the season so far. Now they've woken up. Uh, Capitals are eight, seven to one at seventeen points. Not bad. Philadelphia seven, six and two, sixteen points. And the Hurricanes are five, five and three at thirteen points. Moving on now to the Western Conference. The Blues are 12-3-1 and lead the entire league with 25 points. Jets, 8-3-3, 19 points. Uh, Nashville, 8-5-2, 18 points. Avalanche, 8-6-0 at 16 points. Stars, 8-7-16 points. Chicago at at 16 points at 7-6-2. And the Wild, not looking so wild at five, seven, two, twelve points. And last but not least in the Pacific Division yeah, excuse me. The Kings uh lead the division at eleven, two and two, twenty four points, just one point behind the blues for overall lead. Vegas, nine, five and one, nineteen points. Canucks, eight, five and two at eighteen points. Sharks 8 5 and 0, 16 points, pending outcome of this game, of course. Flames, 8 7 and 0, 16 points. Ducks, 6 6 and 3, 15, of course, pending outcome of the game. Oilers are 5 8 and 1, 11 points. And the lonely, Ari- and lonely Arizona, 2 13 and 2, and 6 points. Oh, that's, that's sad. What can I tell you? All right, so we'll go to the NBA now. And second, okay. And the NBA will go like this. Only one game is uh, still in progress, and I'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, the Magic beat the Knicks tonight, one twelve to ninety nine. Hardaway Jr. had twenty six points, eleven rebounds, one assist. Nikolai uh, Vorek, twenty four points, five rebounds. And one assist. But Przingis was not eligible to play tonight. And I think if he was in the game, it might have been a whole different story. I'll explain that though when we get to the reports. The Heat over the Suns, 126-115. Gordon Dragic had 29 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. Devin Booker, 30 points, 6 assists, and 3 rebounds. And he is a phenomenal player. Going Going into the fourth quarter... The Warriors lead the Timberwolves, 95-76. Carl Anthony Towns has 14 points, 10 rebounds, and 1 assist. And Stephon Curry has 22 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists. The uh, Pistons over the Pacers, 114-97. Al Jefferson had 19 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Andre Drummond has 14 point, uh, 21 rebounds, 14 points and four assists. And the Celtics beat the Lakers 107 to 96. Ah, well. Julius Randle, 16 points, 12 rebounds, two assists. And Anthony Aaron Baines, 21 points, eight rebounds, and three assists. All right, it's now that we've reached about three, four weeks into the season, I think the standings are becoming a little bit more, a little bit more important. So we're going to go to them. Right now, and the standings go 
things go this way. Starting in the Eastern Conference. And it's a hot race between Detroit and Boston right now. All right, and the standings. Yep. <clears throat> excuse me. Yep. I guess that's oh, the floor. Yes. But the Celtics uh, are the overall leader in the East at 10 and 2. Ah, uh, well. Uh, a game and a half back are the Pistons at 8 and 3. The Magic are 7 and 4 at 2 and a half games back. The Sixers and the Knicks are very impressive. Six. Oh, wait. The Raptors and Sixers are 6 and 4, 3 back. The Knicks are 6 and 5, 3 and a half back. Just, just a half game back. Wizards are even at five and five, four back. We've got a log jam here at four and a half back between the between the Heat, the Cavaliers, and the Hornets. Like Cleveland's really uh, struggling so far in the early going. Pacers are five and seven and five back. Bucks also five back, but they're at four and six. The Nets. Eh, a mediocre four and seven, five and a half back, but still fairly decent. Bulls, two and seven, six and a half back, and the only Hawks, two and nine, seven and a half back. My colleagues in Atlanta right now are not happy. Oh boy. All right, now to the West. Rockets and the Warriors are tied, eight and three. A half game back of the Wolves at seven and three. At seven and four are the Spurs. And the Blazers, a game back. Two back are the Pelicans and Nuggets. Two and a half back are the L.A. Clippers at five and five. At five and six are the Jazz and the Lakers, three back. Three and a half back are the Thunder at four and six. Suns are four and eight, four and a half back. Kings are two and eight at five and a half back. And the Lonely Mavericks... Two and ten, six and a half back. Mark Cuban, I don't know what you're doing wrong. But again, what does he actually do right? Oh, I know that 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 was wrong of me. All right, now on to today's headline news, and it's uh it's getting more weirder for Jerry Jones every day as he is now playing. Okay, I'm gonna give the whole story here. Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has threatened to sue the National Football League if a contract for Commissioner Roger Goodell is approved by the league's compensation committee, a source told Outside the Lines. Give me a break. A team owner and a team executive told Outside the Lines that Jones had hired David uh, Boyce, the famed New York lawyer who has represented Vice President Al Gore in the deadlock 2000 presidential election. I remember that too well. Ugh. And who led the NFL's court case during a dispute over the 2011 collective bargaining agreement, or as they call it, the collective disarguing, arguing disagreement, oh boy. <laughs> uh, the negotiations. More recently, he defended Hollywood mogul Harvey Weinstein against sexual assault allegations. I am not going into that. Uh, the New York Times first reported that development uh, now yesterday, as we're now past midnight here on the East Coast. The sources tell outside the lines that Jones have been exploring the lawsuit option through uh, boys if Goodell's contract is extended after the 2018 season as being, being considered. 
Boyles also represents DraftKings, the daily fantasy company in which Jones was an early investor. I did not know that. Jones had not identified the grounds of such a lawsuit, but one source said Jones is exploring whether a requirement that two-thirds of the owners must approve a commissioner's contract could be increased to three-fourths of owners. Another source that boils also might be asked by Jones to produce a report showing the negative economic impact, economic impact that Goodell's major decisions, including player discipline, this wouldn't have on the clubs. Oh, boy. This is going to get ugly. It's going to have a cousin who's a lawyer. A lawyer who has close ties to the NFL praised Boyce's skill as a lawyer to outside the lines, but said the hiring was likely a scare tactic because they don't. there doesn't appear to be an obvious legal challenge to Goodell's contract. Negotiations, a process that Jones voted in support earlier in the year. Jones probably knows he doesn't have a strong claim, according to the lawyer. Neither Jones or Boys could be reached could be immediately reached for comment. NFL spokesman Joel Lockhart had of course declined the comment. Then again, he always does. I mean he always declines every comment. All right. So now we're all on a Lego mumble jumbo. We'll go on to more. We'll go on to more. <laughs> we'll on to more headlines here. All right. Uh, going to start off with some morning headlines that we had here. Now here's something weird. Indiana former Indiana basketball coach Bobby Knight criticizes the late UCLA coach John Wooden over the recruiting of the Bruins during their Glory Day championship run of the '60s and early '70s. Knight ripped up UCLA for allowing booster Sam Gilbert to violate NCAA rules as he attempted to recruit players to the school. Knight said he had a lot of respect for Coach Wooden on how he coached and was a good coach. Uh, this was being aired on a sports interview program airing tonight on, uh, I believe as it was, DirecTV. But other than that, I don't mind saying I didn't respect Wooden for allowing Sam Gilbert to whatever Rudy took to recruit young players. In 1981, UCLA was, received a one-year postseason ban and has 1980 championship appearance stripped due to Gilbert's actions, though the violations were not cited during the wooden era. Why don't you leave him and rest in peace, okay? He's been gone for five years now. Why don't you just leave him alone? MLB handed out its annual Golden Glove Awards as Jason Hayward, Alex Gordon, and Nolan Ariendo won their fifth one last night. The awards were given for defensive excellence and were announced by Rawlings. Hayward joins Andre Dawson as the only Cubs outfielder to win consecutive Gold Gloves. Ariendo joins Ichiro Suzuki as the only players to at least five Gold Gloves to start their careers. Wow. And that's just to start their careers. Holy mackerel. All right, continuing on. If you think that's impressive, well, let's see. we got some more here. All right. Um, Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson underwent, underwent knee surgery 
after leading after tearing his ACL in practice last week. However, a video shows that the knee was injured in week eight in a loss to the Seahawks. Sources are saying the recovery period is eight to nine months and he was put on injured reserve. Doctors did not say doctors did not find any more uh major damage to his knee. So at least there's some good news about that. But still, I mean to have that kind of devastating knee injury and they can't decide whether it's on the field or in practice? I mean, really. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you've heard of, of course, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Well, the brother of Lonzo Ball got into trouble last night in China, along with two other ones, two other players from UCLA for shoplifting. Um, with a small item at at a mall near uh, near the hotel they were staying in China. It still a pair of sunglasses, but not just any sunglasses. This was a pair of Louis Vuitton sunglasses. And that makes that makes it even worse. I'm going to have more of that in a minute here. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans will serve a one-game suspension for hit on Saints cornerback Marshawn Lattimore in the back during Sunday's game. Evans said in the statement, I saw my quarterback get shoved, and let my emotions get the best of me, which rule number one is, you don't do that. I want to apologize for my actions. As a result, he will miss Sunday's game versus the Jets, but will return to the roster on November 13th, and will be fined more than $40,000 for the hit. Here it is. The younger brother of Lonzo Ball was arrested in China for shoplifting. Uh, Lily Angelo was arrested along with Cody Riley, and Jalen Hill. The three players were questioned about stealing from a Louis Vuitton store that is located exactly next to the team's hotel. And UCLA will take on Georgia Tech in Friday's opener. Uh, But Ball has not spoken to any members of the family since the arrest, but we'll talk to them once the family returns from Shanghai, which should be about by the weekend. Some kids never learned, though. All right, uh, more news from yesterday. Phoenix Suns have agreed to send guard Eric Bledsoe uh, to the Bucks uh, for center Greg Monroe. An agreement as a principle was reached uh, late Monday night. The Suns had finalized it in the deal early yesterday morning. The Bucks and the Suns have been in a consistent dialogue with the Suns to acquire Bledsoe and resided during the last season's uh, Rookie of the Year guard. Uh, Malcolm Hill uh, Borgen to the, to the deal. That according to sources. Bledsoe will team up with the Greek Freak and Chris Middleton for what could be an explosive offensive team in the East. Vikings activate Teddy Bridgewater and have now put Sam Bradford on the injured reserve list. That is now official. The decision the decision has been made. Uh, Bradford was on the office on Monday, which is normal for quarterbacks, as he decided to allow Dr. James Andrews to further examine his injured knee. The, the examination could be arthroscopic procedure if there was a problem that was not revealed with an MRI. But now that it has all been confirmed, so everything else is now past tense. 
NFL uh, decided not to suspend A.J. Green or Jalen Ramsey for the brouhaha that broke out in Sunday's game. But we'll find more than 30 grand just for a first offense. Wow. Just for a first offense and already the... That's that's quite a steep penalty, if you ask me. Okay, I got some more here from yesterday morning. Okay, Nike, we got we got a real problem here. Nike to implement a solution to a problem of tearing jerseys. At least five have been torn this season, and will make major changes. The company signed an eight-year deal worth one billion this year. That's right, dealing with a B. And a statement to ESPN uh, Monday night saying the initial product needs reinforcements. Nike has always put the athlete at the center of everything we do and work to create the most advanced uniforms in the history of the NBA. That's in a statement by the company. They are lighter and deliver great mobility. And the response from the players, for the most part, has been positive. However, during gameplay in some games, there have been a number of there have been a swarm of athletes experiencing tears on the jerseys and draws concerns and are trying to work on a solution to ensure this problem does not happen again. Yeah, you can promise all you want, but still, there will be, be some uh, moments where there well, they might happen. At 21 years of age, the Phoenix Sun Guards, as I just mentioned, Devin Booker has now become the fastest player, uh, the fourth fastest player, to reach 3,000 points in his uh, NBA career. Only three others have done that. And, of course, the big names are Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant, and some guy named LeBron. Uh, Booker is averaging 22 points per game so far this season. Now, that's pretty good for for a rookie like that, it's very, that's, that's very impressive. <clears throat> Excuse me. But of course, it's not where. Of course, you know he's starting out good, but what would save for his career later on? So we'll be keeping. I'll be keeping an eye on that as we continue on here. I believe there is also. Um, yeah, let me go to let me go to NBA because I want to get an update on a score here. Get an update on a score here because it's a it's a west it's a west coast game. Right, just bear with me. Folks, I'm just having a just slight little, slight little problem here, but it'll be taken care of in just a moment. In the meantime, why don't I hand it back over to you while I while we wait for it? See if you got anything else. No, I don't have anything yet. This is episode 366 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Show. Taylor Phillips, along with Lewis Tenor, Pistons beat the Pacers. 114 to 97. The Central Michigan ship was pulled away with a 42 to 3 victory. 
on the Eastern Michigan Eagles in Mount Pleasant at Kelly Short Stadium, and the Western Michigan Broncos and the Western Michigan Broncos uh, beat the Kent State Golden Flashes 48 to 20. So far, it looks like from last season, um, Detroit is um, looking up. Yeah, the Red Wings beating the Vancouver Canucks three to two. They beat they, they easily beat the Oilers four nothing. The Oilers still stink. Well, Pistons, yeah, I, eight and three. Still, it's still it's early. Yeah, I'll say. But, but you know, it's the Red Hot, and the Red Wings are still still making an early statement in that playoff race. Only to save Ken Holland's job. Yeah, but like we said, it's it's still way it's still way too early in, in both really because the way I look at it, nobody really starts paying attention to the NHL standings till about maybe like I say Thanksgiving. And by Christmas is when uh, they start thinking about uh, the NBA standings. That's the way I look at it. When you reach, when you reach that one quarter mark. Yep. Yeah, that one quarter mark is you know like a a seg- it's like a, a little bit of a segue before you start dealing. With- okay. So now we're going. Okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to start this again. Um, Folks, I, I apologize. My computer seems to be going a little bit nutty tonight, which um, does happen from time to time. But bear with me. Is it back to normal again? It should be normal any any second. Okay. Yeah, it it just happens like you know, like when you had your uh, problem a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of like has this kind of like has a little bit of the same problem. But, um, yeah. Speaking of the Red Wings, yeah. they're in they're in Scotiabank, Saddlebelm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, later tonight at nine PM Eastern time against the Calgary Flames. The Flames Yeah. Like I said, Okay, we're back. Okay, I got it now. Okay, starting with the East. No, I'm going to start with the West. Uh, the West. And the West goes like this. Houston and Golden State are 8-3 and three even. Timberwolves are 7-3 and three at a game back, a half game back. Grizzlies and Spurs are 7-4, and four, one back. Blazers are... Two back as well as the Pelicans and Nuggets, six and five. Clippers are two and five, five and a half back. Jazz are five and six, three back. Lakers are three back at five and six. Thunder four and six at three and a half back. The Suns four and eight, four and a half back. The Kings are five and a half back at three and eight. And of course, Dallas two and ten. Six and a half back. I mean, that is just awful. And with ah, here the Warriors are now pulling away from the Wolves now, one twelve to ninety two, with uh, four forty eight to go. Oh boy, I think I think it's safe to say that that game is uh, just about over. 
if you ask me. All right, so now we'll go. Now we're going to go back to um, where we were before with news from my local website, and we go like this. Okay, starting back with with uh, more news here. Okay. As I said, uh, Cowboys Jerry Jones is threatening to sue the NFL, but I don't think he—I don't think he has a real case against against that. Celtics big man uh, Harper was out for tonight's game against the Lakers with a possible concussion. He was struck in the head on a foul, a foul ball, a foul call in the second quarter uh, Monday night's game. Hawks forward Kent Basemore came down hard with a forearm to Horford's head. Horford grabbed his head and stayed on the ground for a short time on the court, but he stayed in the game. The Celtics and Harvard did not say they did not suffer a concussion-like symptoms during the game or afterward. So it has yet to still be determined. Continuing on here, Packers uh, cut tight end Marcellius Bennett after a failure to discuss a physical condition Designation the team announced now yesterday. Now this that's the case for a grievance to reclaim four point two million dollars in remaining signing bonus money. Bennett is now subject to waivers by all thirty one teams and has till four PM today to submit a claim on him. If he does not get a claim, he then becomes a free agent and can sign with any team after that. This comes after coach Mike McCarthy had ruled him out during a shoulder injury. McCarthy said last week that Bennett was still being evaluated by the team doctors. Next four, Christoph Rzingis was out for tonight's game against the Magic with a sprained left ankle and a, and a sprained right elbow injury. Uh, the team announced on yesterday, and Rzingis has become a major focal point in the team as he is now averaging 30 points per game. Uh, there is no word on telling how long he'll be out for. could be day-to-day, it could be a week, it could be 10 days, but more information on that later. At least um, at least you hope it's not going to be too serious. Yeah, that's the last, the last thing the Knicks need, because all it took is one injury last year, and they were already sunk. Okay, continuing on here. The Seahawks to activate Deion Jordan for the first time in three years after being suspended for violating the league's policy on substance abuse and has been suspended twice before that. In the 2013 season, he was drafted third overall in the 2013 draft, but was been a major disappointment. And the Vikings quarterback situation, as I said, that Bridgewater is in and Bradford is out. He's in the reserve. Vikings now have three activated active quarterbacks on their roster. Case Keenum will be the starter. Bridgewater is expected to back him up. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, well, he could be a little rusty, though. He hasn't played in, like, about a year and um, over a year. So we'll have to see how that happens. All right, just a quick See if I missed anything else. I don't know if I. I 
think maybe we're just about done here, but I'm just going to do the last of the scores from the NBA and NHL as there's only two games left on the schedule. Oh, wait, no, let me take care of um, tomorrow's schedule today. The Lakers will face Washington at 7 o'clock. The Pelicans will face the Raptors at 7.30. The Cavaliers will face the Rockets at 8 o'clock. The Sixers will face the Kings at 10 o'clock. And the Thunder will face the Nuggets at 10.30. By the way, the Cleveland, Houston, and Oklahoma and Denver game will be on TNT. And NHL, we have that scheduled too. And this one looks like to be a pretty big one. Starting with this. Uh, Oilers will face the Devils at 7 o'clock. The Blackhawks will face the Sixers at 7 o'clock. The Wild will take on the Habs at 7.30. Arizona, Arizona will face the Blues at 8. Red Wings will face the Flames at 9. The Canucks will face the Ducks at 10. Hmm, Canucks and Ducks. Hmm, that's interesting. And the Lightning will face the Kings at 10.30. Those are tomorrow's games. Friday's an interesting game, though, as uh, <laughs> kind of like an international series. But I'll get, I'll get to that another time. But it's an early game on Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. But don't forget, folks, that's also the start of Veterans Day weekend on Friday as well. So that does make some sense of why they're going to play an afternoon game. It's not uncommon at all to have that happen. All right, so we'll just check these scores here as the last ones of the of the night are coming in. And excuse me. All right. Uh, Lightning lead the Sharks five to one. Twelve thirteen to go in the third period. I think it's safe to say that that game is over. Yeah. Pouring on it, right. And finally, oh, yeah, the, the Minnesota-Golden State game is still going on. I think that's going to be a blowout as we are now. Oh, wow. 119-96, to 2.31 to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think I'd say this game is over. All right, uh, that concludes my notes for the evening. I'll turn it back to you. All right, that's going to do it for episode 366 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Internet on TalkShoe. I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. We'll be back for episode 62 of the in game, perhaps between the wings and the flames. Otherwise, we can do a postgame at midnight. All right. Yeah, I think we'll just do a post game at midnight. Puck drops at nine, so I, I right. think I, I still think we should be we should be good for a post game. I think we're good. Yeah, I'll be I'll be awake. Yep. All right. TV ten. Ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Good night, folks. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.